Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 274. Let's go ahead and jump in. So I like to think of this as uh, how are things so far in 2020? Uh, if you have uh, joined us uh, for this year, I do recommend check out last week's episode 273. I kicked it off with uh, Angelo Spinello, where we talked about his book, uh, I Am a Professional Metalhead. We had a great conversation. I broke away from the 10-minute format. We ended up having about a half-hour conversation, and uh, that's kind of the way the format is going to be this year. It's going to be a little bit looser. Uh, I'm not going to be as rigid about uh, the three-act structure, although I am going to try to have arcs with every episode, and I'm going to mix it up. I am going to have conversations with select people. Uh, they're going to be uh, people that I invite on to the show, uh, especially if they have something interesting or exciting going on. And it's mostly going to be returning guests that I'm going to invite. So I'm not opening up the gates for, for interviews, and I'm still going to be doing a lot of solo podcasts. So it's mostly going to be a solo podcast uh, this year, uh, but changing up the format. Now, uh, last year, if you follow the podcast, you'll know that I did miniseries. I had specific uh, serialized um, uh, arcs, and I covered several topics, including starting a business on Poshmark. This year, I'm not going to be uh, specifically focusing on uh, a particular miniseries, uh, although I am going to try to incorporate in every episode useful tidbits, what I'm going to call life hacks, if you will. Uh, things that have helped me move forward over the over the years that I'm going to try to share with all of you. In addition, I am going to provide updates on uh, different aspects from last year's podcasts, last year's miniseries, so that there are new things that I've learned as I continue to work on Poshmark and things like that. So I'm going to share those as appropriate. All right, so just uh, where am I right now? So what's going on with me? So uh, one of the things that I did in the past week or so is I filed the final federal tax return for the C-Corp for the biotech project that I uh, talked about on the uh, season finale, and I alluded to it last year throughout. And I, I want to share something because this was a project we'd worked on for uh, for about two and a half years. And, uh, you know, we, we got really, really far in the process. We were negotiating with a, a specific uh, branch of the government to get funded. I won't go into specifics, obviously, you know, just for proprietary and confidentiality reasons, but I'll give you the, the general basics. So one of the things that I see a lot, especially on social media, is the messaging that, you know, entrepreneurship, it's, it's so sexy, it's so glamorous, it's what everyone should be doing. And uh, I want to kind of point out that there's a lot to entrepreneurship that isn't always fun and that there's a lot of work that goes into it. And sometimes it can be a bit of a headache. And a book that I talked about last year that I, that I highly, highly recommend if you haven't read it is The uh, Entrepreneurial Equation by Carol Roth. And, and what she does is she really gives the other side, the less glamorous side to entrepreneurship. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. If you have an idea that you're really inspired by this year and you want to develop a side hustle, a side business, it can be very rewarding. Or if you want to go into business for yourself, but know that there's a lot that goes into it. One of which, and I'll talk about this today, is the formalities, the legalities. Uh, there's a lot that goes into that. So uh, I want to start off by saying I'm not a tax expert, 
And although I'm a lawyer, I don't give legal advice uh, in general. So uh, I'm simply going to share what my experience has been with this. So I've been an entrepreneur now coming up on six years, and I've had a couple of uh, uh, LLCs, and uh, I've been involved in one C-Corp with the biotech project. And there are a lot of considerations for this. And when I was in business school, uh, you know, I would hear messaging sometimes and the conventional wisdom has always been if you're going to start a business you got to incorporate you just file the paperwork file the you know create the llc or create the c corp and, and it's always good to have that structure in place and there is some sound arguments for that however these days starting a business oftentimes is done by doing it as a side hustle, a part-time gig, or in the case of creating content. So today, it's a little bit muddled in terms of do you absolutely need to incorporate or not? Now, I'm not going to answer that question for you because that's going to be particular to your circumstances and your needs. But starting out, especially if you're starting from the beginning, and maybe this is an experiment, maybe it's a side hustle, you're starting a side business selling clothes from your closet on Poshmark, uh, you're creating your blog, and maybe you're going to monetize it, uh, or your podcast, do you need to absolutely incorporate? Well, I mean, you can. However, just know what you're going to get yourself into. It's expensive. There are a lot of considerations that go into it. Uh, and you have also have a lot of ongoing responsibilities once you do decide to incorporate. So just a couple of questions and considerations which may help you if you are at this stage. Number one, uh, should I? And a lot of that will depend. I mean, where are you with your business? Are you bringing in uh, significant revenue from your side hustle or side business? Or are you just starting and you have zero dollars? That's going to be a big consideration because a lot of it comes down to tax considerations. And again, I'm not a CPA or a tax expert. And if that's something that you need advice on, you might want to talk to a CPA about, CPA about it. Uh, are you entering a regulated industry or service. So certain areas such as real estate, biotech, there's certain areas, services and products where you absolutely need to be incorporated because there's liability considerations and there's formalities and requirements that go with that. So look at the industry that you're you're entering. If you're simply doing a side hustle where you're selling clothes on Poshmark, you might not need to incorporate right away or it might not make sense. Again, that's going to be particular to where you are with your business. What do I need to do? Well, know this. Each state has its own rules and regulations. And uh, you may, you know, and you may have heard from movies or TV shows, oh, we should incorporate it in Delaware because of the taxes. It's not always going to be advantageous to do that. So uh, I had an LLC and we incorporated it in Maryland. It made the most sense for me to do that, me being a resident of Maryland and pretty much transacting uh, a lot of my business in Maryland. But we also had other types of uh, uh, revenue generating ventures. You know, we had a local ATM business, and we, but we also had content like the uh, coloring book. 
but with the biotech, it made sense for us to incorporate in Delaware because uh, there are a lot of considerations that go with that. A lot of biotech startups, pretty much all of them are incorporated in Delaware. And so those are considerations. So you've got to see what industry you're in, and you've also got to see what the rules and regs are on that. And, and I'm not going to get into that on this episode. Uh, you've also got to see what your federal requirements are. And you know once you do create your company, then you're essentially creating a new entity. So you're going to need a federal ID or an employment identification number, which you can get uh, uh, fairly easily through the uh, IRS website. However, know this, once you've incorporated, congratulations, you have your corporation and you know you have your, your, your entity set up, but you're going to have ongoing requirements. If you're incorporating out of state, especially in a state like Delaware, you're going to need a registered agent. So there are requirements for that. You may need to pay a fee to have someone service your registered agent. If you're incorporating within the state you reside, oftentimes you can have yourself be the registered agent, but you may want to check and double check what the rules and regs are for your particular state. There are going to be ongoing filings, fees, taxes that you have to pay every year, even if the business is not yet at the point where it's generating revenue. So it's going to be an added cost. So know that going in. you're also going to need to file uh, things like uh, if you're bringing in revenue, you may need to file quarterly reports or quarterly taxes. Look at that. And of course, every year you're also, in addition to your state uh, filings, you're going to need to file a federal return. So you may need to hire an attorney. You may need to hire a CPA. If you're going in with partners, you're going to need to consider things like a partnership agreement and whose name goes on the the filings and who, you know, all of those types of considerations. There's a lot of considerations to incorporating. So those are just some of the ones that, uh, that, that you're going to need to think about uh, when you're going in. And finally, if you decide, you know what, as, uh, as I did last year, you know, I was wrapping up a lot of businesses you know i decided to move back into sole proprietorship and with the biotech we're doing a strategic shift so we had to close out i closed out my llc i closed out the c corp you're going to need to do additional filings fees and and taxes so it just because you close out your llc or your c corp that doesn't mean you're you're completely done and now that we're in 2020, we're approaching tax season, uh, I've got to make sure that all of those things are taken care of. So you're going to have those additional filings. Uh, just to share one kind of takeaway or lesson, years ago, I had a LLC that was uh, based in Delaware, and I stupidly closed it in February. And uh, I say stupidly because uh, this was just before tax season, and what that means is that you're going to be responsible, or the company's going to be responsible for not only the prior year's taxes and fees, but for the current year, even though you're closing it out. So be aware of that. So one of the things that I did was I made sure that, okay, if I'm going to close out the LLC and the C Corp, we, we've got to do it before the end of the year. And just keep in mind Uh, In certain jurisdictions, they get very, very busy, especially Delaware. So we decided to close out in October because November, December is when they're getting a lot of these filing requests. So think about all of those things. And remember, you still have to file that last federal return. And there are a lot of different uh, filings you may have depending on where your business is. So think about it. Think, do your homework, do your research, speak to people who are already running businesses. You may also need to retain an expert, a CPA, attorney. Also, I recommend go to the library. You're going to find so many resources there. You may find workshops and lectures you can attend. And 
then look at the the very basic. You're going to want to go to your your state or the state that you want to incorporate in. You want to go to their websites because you're going to often find a lot of information you need there. And it can be pretty overwhelming. So again, you may need to speak to a CPA or attorney. But that's just kind of what's on my mind. And I wanted to share that with you because I just filed uh, one of the tax returns, one of the last tax returns. And it j just kind of brought me back to thinking about all that goes into this. Anyway, the write-up will be at bemovingforward.com. I'll also continue doing book recommendations. I may not do them on the podcast, but you'll see them on the write-up as I'm continuing with my Goodreads goals. So this year, I set a goal of 52 books. All right, have a great week, and remember, always be moving forward.